Welcome back to the True Podcast. This is your host, Ashlyn Carter. It's just me today, guys. Travis is at work. It's about 2 p.m. on Monday, the day before you're listening to this. It's kind of cloudy outside. If you are, if you live anywhere in Southern California or San Diego, we refer to it as May Gray which then bumps into June gloom. So it's a classic May gray day. And ironically, I spent the morning out in East County. If you literally go five miles east, the sun comes out and it is just a completely different microclimate. It is like hot, beautiful. And then you get to the coast and it's, it's gray. So then I come back home after running errands. Um, I had some stuff to do out there and this weather just puts me in a mood. And I, had to take a nap. So I just woke up from my little 20 minute cat nap, which I will get to. And I have a tangerine here and a peach flavored bubbly water. And I'm going to jump into what I guess I would like to call the 38th birthday episode. That's right. It is my birthday week and May 19th came into this world 38 years ago, which is crazy. Well, we were talking about it this weekend with some family and my sister-in-law goes, what? That's crazy. (laughs) And I go, I know, I can't believe I'm 38. She goes, you just, I feel like you're like me, like we're all 30. And I'm like, I, I feel like that too. Thank you, Gabby. (laughs) Um, but it's true. I'm 38, which means I'm two years away from turning 40 and I'm okay with that. I feel like life is really good. And I think we shared on a couple of podcast episodes ago, um, one of my close friends from college was sharing about one of her people in her family. um, They were trying to celebrate her 40th birthday and she was like, they had ordered these yard signs. Anyways, long story short, she was livid. She didn't like them. And it just has really got me thinking about what an honor it is to turn older. And I kind of always get in this reflective state of mind as my birthday approaches, thinking about where I'm at in life, where I want to be at life in life, um, kind of the current state of my heart. And so I jotted down 38. I know you're like, dang, this is going to be long, but I promise you I will fly through them. I'm not just going to explain every single one. But 38 life lessons that I've really learned to know as my truth as I have just lived in this world for 38 years. So some are very silly and basic and some obviously carry more weight than others. And these are no no rhyme or reason, no no order from least least importance to large, just sprinkled all the way in there. So I thought it'd be fun. Travis actually turns 38 in six weeks. So I'm technically what we like to refer to as the cougar in the relationship. And I said, I'm going to do my birthday episode. I'm going to share what I have learned in the 38 years. And then I thought it'd be fun in a few weeks to hear his side of things and his take on his 38 years. So this is what I like to call the 38 things I've learned birthday episode. Here we go. Okay. Number one. Pursue your spouse even when your emotions feel otherwise. Say sorry first. Be the bigger person. When your relationship is off, all else feels off. So get right quick. Number two, learn your children's love languages and lean into them wholeheartedly. 
This is something that I've been really pouring into a lot these last couple of years as my kids have moved out of the infant baby toddler stage into just being real people with real human emotions, real challenges beyond not being able to nap. You know, like life has all of a sudden drastically felt a lot more mentally taxing when it comes to parenthood. And so what I've been really trying to do is learn what each of them feels like they need because I can't give all of myself. I think it is so important to really be strategic with time, time well spent with each of them. And that's learning what they need. One loves um, quality time. One loves affection. One, you know, they're all different. So really learning your children's love languages and leaning into them. Number three, you can't do it all. Feel free to say no more often. Your no allows your yeses to matter more. Enough said there. Number four, say I love you often and frequently. Life is so short. I just always want my family, my friends, the people around me to know how much I cared about them. I just never want to withhold any goodness in the time I spend with them. Number five, make mends and forgive often. Don't allow a root of bitterness to take place. I've been really learning this a lot the last couple years and especially this last year and the season is just not allowing an inch of space for bitterness to take place because it will, it will get there and it will grow and it will fester and it just ruins everything, especially, especially you. And so I've been doing everything in my power to forgive often, forgive easily. If I have something to say, to say it and deal with it and then move on. Um, I guess that kind of ties in number six, have the hard feelings I mean, have the hard conversations and share your feelings. It will deepen your relationships. And that goes with your spouse, like letting them in and being vulnerable, have the hard thing like, this is what I'm struggling with and I need your help here. Or if in a friendship in with a sibling, like have those hard conversations and share how you're feeling. And I promise you it will deepen your relationship. Number seven, move your body for your mental health, not because you have to or need to, but because it really does give you life. I've just learned to like move my body, even if it's for 20 minutes and do something that I love, whether it's just a walk or it's a quick little yoga video, or it's a full on hit workout, like moving my body makes me feel better. And I feel like it sets me up for the day and it's become this thing where I should do it and I have to do it to like, I want to do it. Number eight, read more often. This last year, I started a book club with a bunch of girlfriends, and it has been so much fun. Like, I love it. I feel 50, but I also really love it. Um, It's challenged me to read new books that I might not have otherwise. We get it together. We have dinner and wine, and we talk about our books, our book, and then the next person that hosts gets to pick the book, and it's just been the best, and I love it, and I'm reading so much more, which keeps me off my phone. And it's just good for your mind. Number nine, do things that stretch your brain. Read books to learn. Play Wordle. Engage in healthy conversations with people that are maybe don't think like you. This is something that I think is so good as just constantly educating yourself. Um, I just ordered a book, Atomic Habits of Highly Effective People, I believe it's called. Um because I'm just interested. I'm interested in learning and I think it keeps the conversation and 
the relationship between Travis and I alive, if I can bring in things that I'm learning and new things that I'm trying instead of just kind of always remaining the same. And then like playing games, like the game Wordle is so fun. I know we've shared about this again here on the podcast, but it's just a website put out by the New York Times. And every day it just challenges my brain just a little bit that like it's so good and needed and I love it. Number 10, surround yourself with people who support and cheer you on. Guys, time is limited. Our our time and our resources and our relationships, they are, they're limited. Um, so let's do our best to support our friendships, support the people around us, cheer other people on, and in return, surround yourself with friends that do the same for you. If there are people that are just sucking you dry and taking the life out of you and it's just extra challenging and never any life giving in return, then maybe you need to pivot and walk away. So surround yourself with people who support and cheer you on and in return, do the same for others. Which kind of leads me into number 11. Don't feel like you need 20 BFFs. A small circle is enough. This is one I've really learned as I've kind of come out of my 20s and settled into my 30s is like I used to be the type that felt like I needed like 50 close friends. I loved people needing me, knowing me. And now I'm just, I'm okay just not having to meet all the new people and do all the new things and sign up for all the things. Like I'm, I'm very content in this stage of my life and having a small handful of really close friends and letting those close people in. Because beyond that, and I've been listening to Jenny Allen's podcast, she just wrote a book, Find Your People, like beyond your really close network of people, you can have a bigger community of people of let's say like 50 to 75, but it is impossible to have people that close to you beyond your five, six, seven. I've been really just trying to invest in those closer friendships and not expending energy and trying to do all the things that make all the people like me. And I like it. I like it here. Number 12, it's okay to ask for help. Period. End of sentence. 13, pray into your weaknesses. Ask God to remove all that is dead to make you stronger. I keep coming back to that rosebush analogy. If you haven't listened to that podcast that I did about rosebush seasons and motherhood, go back and listen. But in order to grow and bloom and become stronger, we have to allow God to prune us and to remove all the just stuff that is weighing us down, all the yuckiness, all the ickiness, all the dead parts, sinful parts. And that requires daily attention. If you want to be this thriving, growing rose bush that puts out all these blooms, you have to allow God, the creator of our life, who has so much goodness in store for us to remove all that is bad. And that takes surrender. Number 14, walk outside alone and sometimes in silence. Just being out in nature, walking, seeing the trees and the birds and the flowers and the ocean is so nurturing for your soul. And I really find it's a powerful time that God speaks to me because I'm not distracted. Number 15, say yes to your kids more often. Be the fun mom sometimes. Don't always feel like you have to keep it all together and do all the right things. Say yes to the sugar or the late nights every so often to keep it fun. Number 16, walk with your spouse. Walk and talk through life's problems. This has been pivotal for Travis and I since the day we were married. Since before we were married, we love to walk and talk. And we we connect 
we get to share about our day. We get to talk about things that are bothering us in our personal lives and maybe with one another, strategize. It's just good. It's healthy. I can't recommend it enough. Number 17, take the risk, make the jump. It's never too late to change your trajectory in life. I think so often we feel stuck and settled and um, our life is just beginning at 38. Like it is okay to pivot and change and say, you know what, this is kind of how I was or this is what I'm doing, but I want to do something new. And um, we did that big leap of faith this year with starting a new business. I say we because I feel like I'm part part owner here, but uh, Travis, and it's been just incredible to see God's faithfulness in, in taking that leap. And it's been so life-giving. God's been so faithful, and it's been very rewarding. Number 18, do something that challenges you often. I like that. That's it. <laughs> challenge yourself. Number 19, walk into a room and find someone whom you can make feel seen and loved. I think in your insecure self, you walk into a room and you are so consumed with how you show up in a room, how others are viewing you. And there is nothing more beautiful than having zero cares about yourself, but walking into a room and saying, there you are. How are you? Instead of like, how, how am I being viewed? How are others perceiving me? How does my, my outfit look? Or I just, I I just feel so, so lame or what? Be the person that walks into a room and pursues somebody else. There is nothing more beautiful. All right. Number 20, get off the scale, take care of your body, but it's your body is more than a number. Like of course, nourish and take care of your body and eat for your health and your energy, but do not weigh yourself. I got rid of a scale years ago. And do I feel like I'm at my best prime lowest weight ever? No, I know I'm not, but I don't need a scale to tell me that. And I don't need a scale to remind me every day how I'm feeling. So get rid of the sale, get it off. Number 21, buy less stuff, but have more intentional purchases. Okay. So you don't need to buy all the latest and greatest things at home goods or target. Figure out what you really want. Maybe you need new couch pillows. Maybe the ones you really, really want are like, you know, quadruple the price of the one at Target. But save up, wait, make the nicer, better investment and those will last you way longer than the latest and greatest pillow at Target. And the same goes for clothes and shoes. I'm just trying to make more, fewer, but more intentional purchases. Number 22, buy the swimsuit, wear the swimsuit, jump in the water, love your life without a care and what others think. If you have children, get in the water, swim with them, play with the kids. Don't hide under a cover up and a big hat. Like live your life, be wild and free and you will just feel like a kid again and they will remember that always. Number 23, always keep cold sparkling water stocked in the fridge. My very favorite is the Waterloo brand Black Cherry. Not a Black Cherry person, but that is my jam. A cold, sparkling water in the afternoon really is awesome. Number 24, nothing beats fresh new tennies. 
I'm convinced of that. You get a fresh new pair of white tennies, whether for working out or just to wear with a cute dress. I mean, that is so life-giving. Number 25, go to a country concert at least once a year and belt out the tunes like no one is watching. I don't know about you, but I love country music. And when I can go see a show or an artist that I love and like my song comes on, I feel so alive. There is nothing more American and there's nothing more just happy than that. So I love it. I try to get to a country concert at least once a year. Number 26, travel near or far, just seeing and experiencing either new neighborhoods, places, or countries. It settles your spirit. It gives you a chance to experience something new, new culture. It just kind of gets you outside of your day-to-day rut in life and Groundhog Day. And I just, it's so good for people. It's so good for me. I completely enjoy it. I always love having some sort of trip, even if it's just a little road trip on the horizon to get me excited about. This summer, we are going to, uh, this actually goes with number seven, but this summer we are going to Wyoming, we're going to Jackson Hole, and we're going to do the Grand Tetons, and we're going to go up to Montana and do Yellowstone and go glamping, and then we're going to end the summer up in Idaho on the lake in cabins with my family, and I, I, I cannot tell you how excited I am looking forward to that. And that is 27. Like spend a summer on the lake, hike, boat, fish, and let nature change you. Like it really does. And if maybe that's where you live, maybe you need to visit the coast and sit on the beach and dive under the waves. Like doing something that is so completely opposite of where you live, it settles something in my spirit that I can't explain. And it's like, I need it. I crave that fresh mountain air and that cold, crisp lake and just the whole vibe. It's just magical. Number 28, take care of your skin. Do all the things. Wear the sunscreen and the hat, please. (laughs) Number 29, never underestimate the power of a good gel manicure. Am I right or am I right, ladies? Number 30, your pain matters. Don't toss it off and it is nothing. Heal, rest, pursue help, whether that is your mental health. Um, I think back to the time I had my appendix out. I'm such like a grin it and bear through the pain kind of person. And my appendix basically ruptured and I was hospitalized, I could have died. Like things like that, it's like, gosh, just, it's not worth it. Like your pain matters, press into it, figure out what's going on and like get yourself better. Number 31, we're coming to a close guys. 31, puppy snuggles are healing. We got Louie about two years ago. He is watching me right now. He has this very calming presence that I've never really experienced in a pet. Our old dog was really stressful and just barked and didn't get along with other dogs. In this puppy, <clears throat> he is just the sweetest. He is very like calming and nurturing. And I can see why people are obsessed with dogs and pets because there's just something so special about him. Number 32, one load of laundry a day is best. Just one load, which reminds me, got to go do mine for today. It keeps it manageable. Number 33, homemade biscuits are life-changing. I mean, 
if I could, I would eat homemade biscuits every day. They are the best with butter and honey or butter and some strawberry jam. Like what? So good. Number 34, flowers are therapy. Buy and arrange them often. Having flowers in your house are just cheerful and make you happy. But if you have never arranged or played with just doing floral design, it is my therapy of choice. It just helps me just kind of like, it lets my brain turn off and I just can kind of go into this creative mode. It's very much like cooking for me and I I love it. It's very life-giving. Number 35, every day is a reason to celebrate. Go big and celebrate everything. (laughs) Summer's getting closer and I was just at Target. I picked up a bunch of just random small things for my kids, but we're going to celebrate the end of the school year and the first day of summer. They're going to wake up the last day of school and I've got new fun cups and cute little summer dresses and some little treats, just super simple, but like celebrate the summer, celebrate passing a swim test, celebrate just all the big and little things and birthdays. And that's what life's all about. I want my kids just like I remember my mom. Like I want them to always remember that they felt celebrated, cherished, that things were special. I love that. Number 36. Oh, I love this. Giving of yourself and your time is always way more satisfying in the end. You may go into a situation or an event a little begrudgingly, but I promise after you pour out your time and talents, you'll be blessed tenfold. God blesses you so much when you are faithful with the gifts he's given you. And I know, I know there are times where you're just like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to host or sign up for this event or meet with this person. But once you do and you walk away and you just watch how God uses you to to pour in and feed and bless another person or people, there is nothing more satisfying and rewarding ever in life. And I'm convinced of that. Number 37, get up early, set the coffee timer, do your quiet time, pray, work out, read, whatever you want to do. Just the rest of your day, I promise will flow better. It just will. I've been doing these morning quiet times for the last six years and they have changed my life. I never thought I'd be this morning person that just would crave getting up when it's still dark out, but the the timer on the coffee is so vital and having those just few moments to myself before the kids wake up has just been the best. And I'm ending it on number 38, a 20 minute cat nap is life. It will sustain you. It will renew you. It will get you through your day. I'm all about the 20 minute catnaps. Well, that's it. Ironically, I like could have probably shared a hundred more things because I feel like I'm always learning. And that was just the first 38 that came to mind. I just, once I got to 38, I stopped. I didn't really read back through the list and think, oh, that's dumb. Or oh, I should add this instead. Nope. I just did the first 38 things that came to my mind. And hopefully you like that. Hopefully you you took away something from there maybe, and if anything, maybe when I'm long gone, my kids will listen to this someday, and I hope that they know, and Travis, how much I love them, and gosh, every year is such a gift. I am so overjoyed to be turning 38, and I'm just thankful. 
So thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thank you for always your wonderful feedback, for sharing it, for giving it ratings and reviews. It means the world to both Travis and I, and that would be it. So I hope you guys have a great day. Have a great week of May. Have a biscuit um, or a piece of cake on the 19th. All right. Love you guys. Take care. Bye.